Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of Stop the BS. As you can tell, um, it's just me on the screen today, which is totally fine. Connor's got some college moving stuff going on today, um, and so that's okay. That's all good. Um, just going to be me. We're going to go over a few of the preseason hot topics we got going on. Um, I'm going to go over what we can look forward to the rest of the season. Uh, it's going to be great. Last season, we missed all of, you know, first semester of school. If you're in school, that whole basically fall, um, which is the majority of the season, we were pretty much upset about that. Um, and so we're excited to have this full season coming back in the swing. So I've been really busy moving back into school. It's been a busy time period. But let's start off this episode just me again. We're going to put the backpack on and we're going to go over week one preseason and get some reactions, see see how the games went, or really week two, however you want to look at it, really week one, but for some teams, week two. And so here we go. All right. All right, so you had the first two games on Thursday, August 11th. You had the Patriots losing two by the Giants, and then you had the Ravens, who are now – who they, they now lead the all-time – record for most preseason games one in a row i believe it's 21 and that's absolutely absurd 21 games and of course they beat the titans which is classic so they beat the titans 23 10 malik willis did show out though he played very well Tannehill should be uh, a little scared about his job moving forward all right giants beating the patriots not too much going on there lines if you're watching them on hard knocks i highly recommend um that you do if you're not great great stuff going on over there love the atmosphere love dan campbell going on Falcons with the win though jaguars lose to sean watson his first game with action in a couple years now and uh it didn't go quite as planned for him i would say one for five not great um they get the win by 11 Bengals lose the cardinals no big storyline there um jets big storyline there zach wilson out two to three to four weeks with uh I believe a meniscus tear or something like that, but he'll be back soon. Uh, nothing big in the 49ers. 49ers beat Packers by seven. Uh, Commanders, Panthers. Panthers, another interesting team here. Don't know who the starting quarterback will be yet for the season. I believe it's going to be Baker because Donald is just not good. And I'm not necessarily saying Baker's good, but Baker to me is the better option. Um, Bears beat the Chiefs. I know Connor would be losing his mind right now. Fields played well. Then we got Bills beat the Colts. Nothing huge there. Seahawks take down the Seahawks. Seahawks, interesting. Drew will actually be the guy, though. Um, Dolphins beat the Buccaneers. Not too much going on there. Texans beat the Saints. Of course, I'm going to talk about the Texans a little bit. Uh, Rookies played well. Davis Mills only had two drives. He played fine, but they were both three and outs. Not great. Cowboys didn't look too sharp. 17-7. Rams, Chargers. Rams went by seven. And Raiders, Vikings. Raiders went by six. So, some big storylines that we can talk about from first week of preseason. That being said, let's get right into Stop the BS. Stop the BS where you write down one of your hot takes in the NFL. It can be absolutely about anything. After that, you know, normally Connor and I would discuss it, but Connor, of course, is not here. And so I had to make sure you get an episode in this week after first full preseason week. Had to, had to. Um, and at the end of this episode, by the way, I will be doing a parlay of several preseason games. And I hope that people will, come aboard and entail it. So that'd be great. All right. My hot take for this week is that the Ravens might just be the most all-around team in the AFC. So 
looking at the Ravens draft, I've talked about the Ravens a lot on here before. I'm very high on them. And Lamar Jackson, he's, he had some injury problems last year. When he's healthy, he is an absolute threat. Everybody knows that. He was MVP two years ago, three years ago, whatever it was. I mean, he's just an unreal athlete. He's a leader. Yes, you can make fun of his passing game abilities all you want. I don't really care. He is the leader of the team, and they need him badly this year. If, if there's no if there's no Lamar Jackson, the Ravens don't – there's no shot. There's no shot. But with a healthy Lamar Jackson, this team all around is incredibly talented. Lamar Jackson has a QB spot. You got J.K. Dobbins coming back from the ACL tear. He'll be good to go by week one. Like him in fantasy a lot. Dynamic offense that is missing wide receiver one. They'll run the ball a lot, and they're going to dump it down to the one and only Mark Andrews. Tight end one in fantasy this year. Really tight end two. Kelsey's the better move. But um, he's definitely right up there with Kelsey this year in fantasy points. Expect big year, huge year from Lamar and Mark Andrews together. J.K. Dobbins, I think, will get a good amount of work. I know they sort of they don't necessarily have a running back by committee, but they always have another guy back there that can come in and kind of do the same thing. Somebody Gus Edwards or somebody like that. Um, and I, I think J.K. Dobbins has a, a very good comeback year. I'm not saying it's going to be phenomenal comeback player of the year. I'm just saying it's going to be productive. It'll be good. Um, and the the biggest question mark on the offense is who's their wide receiver one. They traded Marquise Brown away, the Cardinals on draft day, and they're t- they're they're telling their second new receiver, Shad Bateman out of Minnesota, hey man, you're the guy now. Go step up. You can do this thing. He played well yes last year. He didn't play phenomenal. He played well. He's a rookie. Um, again, he's going to be that guy now. And I don't love for Shad Bateman. He's fine, but with Mark Andrews, J.K. Dobbins, and you know, got Devin Duvernay, who's kind of a multi-tool back there. Um, this this offense should be dynamic. I don't expect huge production from the wide receivers, but this offense should be dynamic. Defensively, lots of key additions, lots of guys coming back. Probably one of the most important was first-round pick Kyle Hamilton. He fell down to, I believe it was pick, uh, I don't remember what pick it was. I want to say 10 or 11, something around there. And that's huge for them at the safety spot. Obviously, they got a bunch of guys on the D-line, linebackers that – have high, you know, capability of making play after play after play. Marcus Peters, obviously, lockdown CB. I mean, uh, you know, I'm going to look it up right now. It is a very talented group. Let's tell you that. Here it says CBS Sports Unit. Uh, Jared Dubin named the Ravens defense unit as a somewhat likely to crack the top 10 in 2022. So you already have that dynamic offense. So it should be top 10 in scoring. And then you, now it's Ravens just saying top 10 in defense, top 10, top 10 sounds pretty damn good to me. I love the Ravens this year a lot. There was a lot of injuries last year on the defensive side of the ball as well. But I mean, I'm trying to find it. I don't I'm struggling to find uh, where they are. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just so much talent. It's ridiculous. The the two guys I mentioned, I mean, they're, I'm trying to find, give me one second here. Here we go. Here's what their projected starting defense is supposed to look like. So, Klaus Campbell, obviously, everybody knows, is a beast. Tyus Bowser, you don't know him. You should, you should know him. Patrick Queen, obviously, from LSU, beast. Marcus Peters, like I said, Chuck Clark, you know the name. Marcus Williams, Marlon Humphrey. I mean, and then and then you look at the the second people, too, and you get guys like Kyle Fuller, right? And then you got guys like Kyle Hamilton, and you got Justin Houston, you, and you've known that name for a while. Guys like that. I mean, this, this defense got a lot better. They have the best kicker in the NFL. I mean, 
all around fin- phenomenal team. I think they are in. You could you could make the argument that they're the the most all around team in the AFC. Does that mean I I think they're going to get it done? Not necessarily. I'm just saying they definitely have the capability to do so. So that is my take this week. I'm high on the Ravens. I made a, a futures bet that they would win the Super Bowl. Not saying they will, but there's, there's definitely a chance. Um, and there's pretty good odds. So I'm happy about that one. Oh my gosh. Sorry about my computer, guys. New setup, new setup. All right. I'm going to go over to Real Deal now. Come with one question about the league, fans, players, basically anything within the NFL. And all people will discuss the answer, talk about it. Um, getting Connor's night here. So I'm basically speaking to myself and I'm speaking to you guys out there. Um, is the best team in California in the NFL, obviously, the Rams this year. So the California teams, you have the L.A. Chargers, the L.A. Rams, San Francisco 49ers, and the – is that all of them? Am I tripping? Am I tripping? I feel like I'm tripping. Yeah, those three. That's what I thought. Rams, 49ers, Chargers, because – Vegas moved, or the Raiders moved to Vegas, obviously. So, is the, are the Rams the best team in California this year? I, I really wanted to ask Connor this question because I wanted to get his opinion on it, and that's okay. The Rams, obviously, should be the NFC favorite to win. Odell is injured, might rejoin the team. Doesn't matter, regardless, of re- they got Allen Robinson in the offseason. Big move for them. Cam Akers is back, fully healthy. Expect a big year from him, too. Matthew Stafford returns. I mean, you got Cooper Cup, who led the league. They're loaded. They basically didn't lose anybody big. Defense looks the same. It looks like it could be a repeat year for them. Then you go look at the 49ers. Interesting situation over there. We talked about Trey Lance a little bit. Trey Lance, to me, I think will struggle to start the year and then kind of have a Davis Mills-esque type season where I think he'll be a little bit better than what Davis Mills was last year. But I think he'll struggle a little bit to start and then kind of pick it up middle of the season and end the season on a really, really high note. And then they'll they'll establish him as the guy. They'll know that he's the guy. Um, you go look at the Chargers and you got Justin Herbert. Big, 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 huge expectations for the Chargers this year. Very tough division. Doesn't matter. They're loaded. QB, loaded. Obviously, Herbert. Wide receiver, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. Fantastic. Tight end, hmm quite sure who the starting tight end is, but I it's probably a committee like they normally have. Probably good. Austin Echo in the backfield. Great. Done. You're set. Solid O line. Great. Defensively you picked up Cleo Mack. Obviously you got um Bosa. I mean there's a lot of good things going on. Um and they just extended Derwin James actually too today. Big contract, biggest in the NFL history for safety. So I really like what the Chargers are doing over there too. All three of these teams, I think, would be competitive. All three of these teams, I think, will end up in the playoffs. I think the 49ers with Trey Lance will end up in the playoffs. They'll scrape it in because the NFC is a little weak this year, a little weaker for sure. Green Bay definitely got worse. Uh, Seattle is no longer a contender, stuff like that. So I'm going to say, yeah, the Rams are the best team in California, but I'm going to say these other teams are capable of beating each other on it, basically in any game basis. So, And obviously we see the 49ers and Rams play twice. Um, I'm not sure if the Chargers play either of those two teams. They probably do. But I'm excited. I'm excited for these California teams. They all three should make the playoffs. They all three should be good. All right. No attack mode this week. Got nothing to go on a rant about. And then let's see. Any more big offseason news we can talk about real quick? Again, okay. And then uh, after this, I'll go into what the rest of the season should look like. 
And then we'll do our parlay and we are good. All right. Yeah, okay. So Joe Burrow came back to the field the other day wearing pads after his surgery, uh, append- appendectomy. Um, yeah, not some huge news. I, like I mentioned, Derwin James got a contract extension. And LeBron, by the way, just signed a contract extension for two more years, 100 mil, something like that around there. So um, other than that, I think that should be all the news. And now we're going to go and look at some matchups for this week's preseason let me log in real quick here. All right, here we go. So today's Wednesday, the 17th. And so starting tomorrow, Thursday, we've got some preseason games going on. And now we are going to pull this up. And we're going to make a parlay. All right. So first game I'm going to. So interesting topic to discuss here is that there's only three preseason games now. So normally on the four game preseason game, three is where all the starters would play for like a quarter, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little less, depending on who you are. And then obviously game four, none of them will play. But now you only got three games. So now with that game three where everybody will play, now it becomes game two. So I think. A lot more starters, a lot more – be obviously, all these games are competitive, but, I mean, it'll be a lot more fun to watch. You can watch your starters play a little bit more. You, you higher on draft picks, first-round picks, stuff like that. So, first game, we got Bears-Seahawks. We got the Bears coming in as a three-and-a-half-point underdog. Seahawks are at home. This is interesting. I think I'm going to go with the Seahawks here. Um, Bears played great last week against Kansas City. Uh, they played really well. Fields played well. Mooney had some some flashes, of course. Um, but I think, I think Drew Locke will kind of get his feet under him here. I'm hoping at least. Um, and I just need to see something out of Seattle, the bears. I mean, again, all these games basically are 50, 50. You could, you could argue with me that they're not, I get it, but it's preseason. You never really know what's going to happen. So I'm going to go with the Seahawks here. as my first pick. Then we move to Panthers and Patriots. Panthers played well last week. Patriots lost to the giants. Um, again, super hard to tell. I'm going to go with New England, though, at home. Panthers QB situation, to me, still too blurry. Don't know what it's what the game's going to look like. I have no idea. So I'm going to go with the Patriots here. Next up, we've got Saints and Packers. Again, toss-up. Um, Saints played well against against us. I mean, that was great. This might be a game I skip because I really have no idea. No idea who's going to win this one. All right, I'm skipping Saints Packers. Sorry, guys. All right. Texans Rams. Ooh, Texans are favored on the road. And I like the Texans here as well. They're gonna their rookies. Our rookies really stood out. Damian Pierce was the big one, but I mean Jalen Petrie on defense made a bet for him to make to be the defensive rookie of the year. I'm gonna take Texans here because I think Mills will play more than Stafford will. I don't know. I just like the Texans here. All right. Lions at Colts. I'm going to go straight up with the Lions here. Just because I've been seeing them on hard knocks again. This is preseason. Uh, how am I supposed to you know, completely dive into this? Uh, Bills, Broncos. I'm going to skip that one. Uh, Commanders, Chiefs. I'm going to go with Chiefs here. And these are all money lines, by the way, if you're looking to join in on this. Buccaneers, Titans. Interesting one. Buccaneers. I wonder if Brady will even play at all. 
I don't think so. I'm going to go with the Titans, though. I like Malik Willis again. Raiders, Dolphins, just going to avoid that one. Steelers, Jaguars. Jaguars are favored by three and a half. I'm going to go with the Steelers here and Kenny Pickett. Now, let me see if I can get one or two more games in here. Obviously, I'm not going to go maybe out on every game. 49ers, Vikings. Do I like anything here? Yeah, actually, I'm going to go with the, the 49ers. Give, give Trey Lance that dub. So I'm going heavy with the rookie quarterbacks. And I'm going to go with just – I'm just going to place a buck on this. Easy as that. Great odds. Eight games. Let's see what. Bet one to win 132. That's all I want to do right there. Ching. Free money. And that's what I'm talking about. All right. Let me pull back open this bet. And then that will do it for us this week. All right. So I got Seahawks beating the Bears. I have Patriots beating the Panthers. I got Texans beating the Rams. I got the Lions beating the Colts. I got Chiefs beating the Commanders. I have the Titans beating the Buccaneers. I have the Steelers beating the Jaguars. And I have the San Francisco 49ers beating the Minnesota Vikings. That is my eight-leg preseason parlay. Uh, Please join if you feel inclined. And if not, that's okay. But that will do it for us from Stop the BS this week. And then coming up next week in the seasons after that, we have our normal segment, Stop the BS, and we have our Real Deal segment, which we will keep. Um, we appreciate all special questions as well. We can answer all of those. Those are really fun to do. Attack mode we're keeping as well, where I'm sure Connor will have some Bears rant to go off on, or I'll have something to go off on as well, because each and every week there is something that we can go off on. And then we're going to consistently update are way too early or we'll have early power rankings, top five teams coming up each and every week that we really like. And then we'll fix our Super Bowl tracker each and every week if that changes. So a lot of great stuff coming up and I'm sure we'll throw in a few special guests, a few special segments. So very excited for this upcoming season. Uh, I appreciate you if you watched or listened to this episode. Kind of lackluster this week, but we're just getting back into it. Um, Excited for the season. Obviously each and every week for the season, we're there. So very excited. appreciate all you guys. And uh, see you next week.